You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Saying, well, no, it was a phony. We're only signing it because we had a gun to our head. But Rabbi says, what they just said, we're not going to, we're not, we're not going to count it because they've already testified. How they testified, as we said, in the star. The star is a testimony. That's what Rav's point is. Because we know when it comes to testimony, you can't you can't change your testimony. We saw a couple of days ago, we saw the Rashi. The Rashi says it's based on the fact that Haggadah is called Yagid. It's called one statement. And as I said the other day, there needs to be an element of a statement that is unassailable. And once that statement is made, it cannot be altered and it can't, it can't be tinkered with. Now, let's go back and do that Rashi again. Vahochanami, here also, kivin bishtara, since they signed, in this case, Kivalevich and Kraus signed the document, Hainu that is their testimony. And this, of course, tells you what a star is. A star is the testimony, at least in terms of the witnesses of the star, the witnesses testify to everything that was written in the star. All the other information that said that on the 3rd of June, uh, Ruth uh, lent Sheila money at this amount, all of that is as if it's been tested. It's as if this is a talking piece of paper, and it's it's it's, it's it, it says the story, and it's 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 chiseled in time. It's like it's talked and it's spoke and it's finished. And therefore, even though now they're telling you what was behind the scenes, the hechimehemne su lemeekart, a lot of Aramaic here. Let's translate. Hechi, how? Mehemne, how can they believe? Su, any further? Lume'ekar. Now, you know what the shorish of that word is. Okar, which is the uproot. Right? From the words, because uh, an ikar is actually like a root or a source. Lume'ekar means to get rid of that source. How can you uproot this now? You can't be believed. Now, I mentioned two days ago, like, Remember, we talked about Adam having regret and say, no, no, we want to take back our story. We talked about how that would cause a, a complete um, devolvement. That would cause a devolvement of the whole system. The whole system would be devolved. You can't do that. So, um, because of that, um, we know we can only have one Adam. Now, why is now Rashi points out So the testimony is powerful. The testimony in the document. Now Rashi asks Rashi knows you're bothered by a question. What about in the what about in the first case? So Rashi says Bishulama word, which comes I think we talked about it before, just to explain what Bishulama means in Rashi. Bishalom, meaning it's 
it's in peace. It's good. There's nothing that you can uh, argue about. There's nothing you can chip away at. It's shalom. Vishwama Reisha. Reisha, of course, was the case where there isn't other proof in Pittsburgh about this star. In the Reisha, Sheila had the upper hand because she was claiming it was a forgery. Right? And we are totally on them. We are relying. They hold the cards. The Aiden. Because since Sheila has put this into limbo, or Sheila has neutralized it, the Aiden are the ones that own everything here. They're the ones we don't have their signature. They control everything. So, the star is not a Haggadah anymore. The Shiva, you neutralized it. Since you neutralized it, it's sort of not talking. It's not like a living, talking document. It's a zero diet. It's, it's, it's frozen. It doesn't do anything. So, the Aiden, the mean, when me and Hannah come to Pittsburgh and we say what we say, now is the Haggadah. Now, what was our Haggadah? Yes, it's our signature, but that's all one Haggadah. Why is it called one Haggadah? It contradicted the, the first thing. The second thing we said contradicts the first thing. So now Rashi tells us something else. It's not about the, the two ideas can't contradict. It's that the statement is, in, is, 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 is chiseled away and is uh, defined by time. You could have a somewhat contradictory, meandering statement as long as you haven't stopped talking. It's all called a Haggadah. Because it's all in one statement. Meaning, when they got to the second phrase, when they said, but, however, yes, they said, that is our signature. However, that word, however, which links the two phrases, occurs within the amount that's called um, this is a, I wish and sometimes Chazal would not have used this as the terminology. We always say, Betoch Kedei Shilat Shalom. Um, so, Shila, do you want to uh, speculate why that's the term? They don't say you have three seconds, it has to be within three seconds, each statement. Why is it? Why do you think it's Bechdei Shilat Shalom? It, it connects two statements. Why do you think that was the phrase that was used? Okay, let me let me translate it literally, and then we'll get your answer. Shiva means the amount of time it takes to say, to offer your hellos, to offer your greetings to, in this, in, as we know, it's actually the greetings to a Rebbe, greetings to a teacher. Shalom Aleichem Rebbe, right. right. So why, should, why did they use that? Why wasn't it um, get rid of the bum? Or the the, the, the empire is blind. Why isn't it uh, make America great? Why, why do they? Why does? Why is that the the what what's supposed to be? Oh, the amount of seconds. I don't know. But besides the idea of lush and Nikia, and we're supposed to always learn good mitos, and how we can always learn from someone else, you know, who's learn from everyone. Good tap dancing. <laughs> good tap dancing. Yeah. but no I would leader. also. I, it has a time limit. There's a time limit issue. Why is that like the time limit? Room. Why is the time um, limit, the amount of time it takes to say? Shalom Aleichem Rebbe. Rebbe. 
Um, I, I actually don't know. That's a good question. I know that's like when the shell, when you say domain, you can't be like an, like an orphan domain. You have to say it within that time. But it's a good question. I don't know. Good. What, I asked it. I, want, I, I asked the question to someone if you've seen this term. Maybe some of the listeners here, and hopefully we're going to get a lot, um, have not heard that term before, but she was familiar. She runs the marsh. She's familiar with Kadeshi Vashavo. Um, but she never asked herself, and you should ask yourself, well, like if you're, the, if you're a person for the first time, okay, I hear what you're saying. One statement, it's all one statement if it's all within, if, if, you, if you pause and take a breath or if you're, you're pausing for dramatic effect. But that pause has got to be within three seconds. You can't just say, Within you can't just yeah. say, for example, it was my signature, and then wait, and then say, but. It has to be the same statement, the same paragraph. It has to be within the same. Yeah, that's, that, that's up to what an editor would say. Some editors would say it's the same paragraph, what some would say it's a new chapter. We had to come up with time. And, and, and people, uh, you know, you can imagine. Are you just the same is it the same subject matter? Right, the same subject matter is not good enough. That's what we're saying. Because because if there was a wait of more than three seconds, then we're already going to say, we suspect something else was going on here. You, you, so we're, we're thinking that he's, he has to be able to say it without thinking too much about it. And if exactly. he's, so he's not planning. If we that. put in too much time, we'll say, you know what, you in the middle of saying it, oh, I just said the wrong thing. It's like, you went on the date. Right, you went on the date. But why is that? It must be, um, you know, it must be a little bit difficult to, um, when you don't look so good and come on a date. Of course, that's not your problem. I'm talking about these other women that are here, right? Hey, so you, you can imagine, I, I just use that as a way to, to fix yourself. You said something stupid, like the first thing that you know, and then you try to fix it up. Therefore, we have to right. come up with the time. But, the, but, the, right. but right. what's the the question was why that particular phrase? Yeah, that's right. Not I'm going to answer that, and I'm going to answer that question right now. Okay. But first, I just want to why time is important because the more time it is, the more we suspect you're just trying to fix what you said and you're regretting what you said, and therefore we're not going to let that regret creep in, even though it's the same subject matter. So it's got to be quick enough that we realize this was what your original statement meant to be, despite the fact that it, it's somewhat complex and it has different parts to it. But since you didn't stop in the middle, and since you, you went Kadeshi Sholom, we know that it's all one statement, despite, despite the fact that it's sort of contradictory to each other. That's the way some people talk. Not everybody, you know, is like a Vermont guy who, who speaks like in a very clipped and only says what they need to say. Some people are like, are drawling and they meander around, but there hasn't been a break and therefore it's all one statement. That, that all makes sense. But what doesn't yet is clear is why Chazal, three seconds makes a lot of sense. What was Kadeshi Sholom and why was that the, 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 what was used? And can that somehow deepen what we mean to say? So the answer is yes. And the reason is like this. We know you're allowed to stop what you're doing even davening, to present shalom to your Rebbe. So you're in the middle of doing something else, like davening, or saying the brachos, and your Rebbe comes by. Whether we pass by that today or not is, there, is, not, is not relevant. 
Right? There was a time, and whether it was davening or, or I'm talking, let's say, to one person and my Rebbe comes by. It's expected, like she was said, good meet us to say, Shalom Rebbe, and then go back to what you were doing. So that is, is Shalom Alecha Rebbe is the prototypical break in your activity. Because you can do that. You can, you can have a break of Shalom Alecha Rebbe. And those type of breaks occurred all the time. Two men are speaking very important things. The Rebbe comes by. It's, un, it, it's understood that, oh, Shalom Alecha Rebbe. And then you go back to what your statement was. You go back to your conversation. That Shomalecha Rebbe it was, 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 was part of life of the standard break between uh, a, a solid discussion. You would have a Shomalecha Rebbe in the middle, and that was understood what happened. And it was considered abnormal because your Rebbe walked by. You're in the middle of Dabi, you're in the middle of talking, you're in the middle of doing something else. Shomalecha Rebbe, you go back. And here. So that is considered practically the way people interacted. That was considered a practical amount of time. And that did happen. All, and that was actually true. People would, would break for that. Oh, Shalmach Rebbe. Now, here the Rebbe's not there. But that now has become one statement. Because of the reality the social reality, which is demanded by halacha to show covet to your Rebbe, that now becomes the norm of what can be considered a break between two connecting statements, or one statement. And that's the reason why that's what we use. Because that is, now, if, 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 if the implication here, of course, is, if that wouldn't be the halacha, then Maybe it would be less seconds. Maybe it wouldn't be three seconds. Maybe it would be two seconds, right? Um, you know, so, but, but since that was the way people spoke, and that was already understood, so that amount of time becomes the measurement of are we, um, that becomes the amount of time that measures. Are, is it one statement or is it two? All right? That's why it's Shalom Alecha Rebbe. Okay. Now, now, um, right, right? That's it. And they said it quick enough. And that's why in the Reisha, it's all considered one deep word. In the case where we have their signature, we don't need it. And therefore, what they are saying doesn't mean it. It's not, it's not connected. We already have the Haggadah. And that was um, Rava's point. But now Rav is thinking on his feet. Let's go back to the Gemara. He says, That's, hmm, maybe you'll tell me, where does it make sense that you can't change your testimony? Where it was something that was done, it was something that was done with actual uh, speech. When it comes to a document, lo, star is different. A star is come on. That's like a, a piece of paper that that implies something, but it's not like they're in Bezdin, 
right? It's not like a statement, is it? It's already a statement that's been said. Maybe a star just means I can use this to collect practically. And, and, and there's enough of a proof here for Sheila to pay Ruth. But is it like there's a testimony going on? So on that, this is why I, 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 the, the headline for today, the subtitle for today was The Power of Star. And this is what Rishlokish says. Rishlokish has told us. And Rishlokish represents, in Rava's mind, he's two, like two generations before Rava. Rishlokish represents Ramosha Weinstein, like we would say, right? It's a Ramosha. Rav is pretty good too, right? Rav and Rav Rakhama, they're not, they're not chopped liver. They're not no salt cottages. They're somebody. But they said, oh, we know about, we know about Rishlokish. We know Rishlokish has already said, Edim achsumim ala shtar. When Edim sign a shtar, nasek emishenech kareidusam bebezdim. That's like Edus. This is an incredibly statement. Think about this, what we're saying here. Sheila, think what we're saying here. Ruth and Ruth lends you the money. Okay? Me and Krauss are walking around and they say, Hey, can you guys come in here for a second? Uh, you say to them, Ruth wants to lend me money and, and we need a star. Can you guys sign this and here? And then you and Ruth describe to me what's going on. We nod our heads, we see the money pass, and we assign it. Is that a Besden? Besden? That's like we were testifying. Remember I talked about what Haggadah means? How, 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 how it's so different than just Dibur? How, it's, how, how, how it stretches, how it connects, how it, how it extends? It's like a kid. That's called a Haggadah in Besden? That's a pretty... I understand we need stars to work, but Rishlokish is telling us it has a din of Eidos. But there was no Bezdin there. Shiva, what does it mean, Nechkara Eidusan? What does that mean, Nechkara Eidusan? This, this phrase, Gemisha, Nechkara Eidutan. You want to tell me? Nechkara Eidusan? That it's close to or it's connected to? To Eidus? Okay, I think you're getting your, your one of your verbs confused. Nechkara, the shorish is chakar. Oh. Chakar oh. means it's been, right? Chakar means it's been analyzed, right? Chakira, it's been... Right. So it's, it's, been up, it's been upheld. So this is like upheld. It's, been, it's been examined. A chakira yeah. is sort of like an examination and you thought about it. Do you know what chakira's aid means? We say, are you sure? What day was it? What time was it? Well, yeah. How much money like, was it? It's sort of a certified Adis, in a sense. When, every time, Adis, Chakir of Adim, there's Chakiras and Bedikos, which means when you come to the court, the court asks you, what day did it occur? And then we take each witness separately, and we ask them, what day was it? Oh, yeah. What time did it happen? Okay. That's called a Chakira. Sheva Chakiras and Bedikos. And, and if you if you don't pass the test, we throw the Adis out. So when Adam come, especially when it comes to Nefoshos, that's what we call Chakiras Adam. That's what that's what Adis of Chakira is. So what is Badikas Adis then? What what's the difference? So the difference is like this. 
that Bedika Sa'edim is to try, especially we only do that by Nefoshos because we want to maybe, we maybe wanted them to stumble and save the guy. In other words, if they, if they, if they say, I don't know, here's the thing. If they contradict each other and contradict anything, we throw the Edus out. I don't know is only a good answer for, for, for Bedika. But for Hakira, an I don't know doesn't work. You can't say, I don't remember what day the, it happened. You can't say, that I don't remember right. how much money. It's too crucial. In other words, details that are so crucial to the case cannot be unremembered. However, the decos are, aha, uh-huh. um, I see. What type of shirt was he wearing again? Um, yeah, okay. What was the guy, the victim? What, what was the victim? So if one guy says, yeah, the victim was wearing a, a, a blazer or argyle socks, and, and I remember those argyle socks in the air like after the guy stabbed him. The other guy says, yeah, yeah, the victim was wearing, you know, a, a Chicago Bears jersey and sunglasses. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like the same story. If both of them say, I don't remember what he was wearing. I mean, I was so shocked just by the knife going into his heart. I don't remember what he what he had on. So then we are not going to throw the case out because the Badikas, the Badikas are just a way to root out a liar. And the Hakiras are the crucial parts of of what of what testimony is. Thank you. As the Rambam says, Bedikos are things that the Adis is not dependent on. What are Bedikos, the Rambam says? Let's say, again, they say that Mo killed Larry, and they did the Sheva Chakiros. What day, what time, what, what, he, what did he kill him with? That's about the Zman, the Moko. And they also knew what he, how he did and what was the, what was the item of murder. All those things are part of Hakiros. Bedikos are, what was he wearing? Was it white? Was it black? What sort of ground was he on? Was it dirt? Was it white or dark dirt? Those are Bedikos. Okay? So that's the difference between uh, Hakiros and Bedikos. Thank you. Yeah, okay. So. But now that you know the difference, the statement is even more telling. What are we saying here? We're saying that a star is as if it's nechkara edusan bebezdin. There was no bezdin. You and you and Ruth call me and Henoch off the street and, and tell us everything. No bezdin asked us anything, right? And yet it's just right. as powerful as a Aiden that have gone through the mill. They they were quaking in their boots and and they both were able to. Be successfully pass the first test, and there were no Aino Yodeas. Boy, uh-huh. how could you compare what me and Henoch did to what we just described of two guys who come to Bezdin and are able to, to be choker their ages? So, obviously, what we're saying is we give it that power. She, uh, we didn't, there was no, I wasn't scared. It was just two people, one guy, one woman lending money to somebody else. And we happened to just be on the street and we had a couple of extra minutes and we're willing to sign the paper. 
Is that like going into Besden and getting, you know, scary, go to that scary place and having those questions asked? That just shows you how much you have to take it seriously. <laughs> or how much we take it, because otherwise, like I said, you're not going to be able to have business. You can't have an economy, yeah. Right. You need we need to give it the power. And not only do we just say, I trust it as much. We actually invest it with the, the, the halachic aspect, halachic characteristic of Adus, to the point that it can't be contradicted. That's what Rav is saying here. Now, I, I mentioned many times that, that you, know, you look at Rashi, Rashi helped us a lot here, but Rashi does not help us about this specific point, which is why uh, a star has such power, right? Now, Rashi gives us why you might think a star doesn't have such power. Because it says, Haggadah, see, where does it say you cannot change your mind? Imlo Yagid, Yagid, Yagid is talking, it's going to Bezdin and making that Haggadah, you're not talking here. There's no Haggadah. So this is not a Haggadah. Oh, Rishlokers told us, no. It's as strong as any Haggadah. But why? So you could say, well, we have to treat it that way. And, but up to the point that it can never be overturned. Let's take a look at Rashi. So Rashi here doesn't say anything. But if you go to the side of this Gemara, it actually has this Mosif of Rashi where you have, you know, where Rashi speaks about it in other places. And what does it say here? Now, let's see what Rashi means. A person is not arrogant, brazen enough to forge. You hear what Rashi saying? It's not just we need the economy to work. We need stars to work. Otherwise, people won't lend money and, and, and nothing is going to happen. Money won't circulate and people won't be able to get anything done. That's all true. But there's got to be a logic behind it. And the logic is forgery? No, 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 no. The average person's not going to forge. The average person might say, you know, I was there when Bobby Thompson hit that home run. I was there. I remember the pitch. That was the shot heard around the world in 1951 when <laughs> between the Dodgers and the Giants. Everybody says they were there. It was supposedly the greatest baseball game ever played. I'm not such a big baseball fan, but I know everybody talks about this. Mm-hmm. So everyone's, I was there. I was there. Yeah, you does, might. Does this change according to the generations or mores of the surrounding country? Because um, in some areas, this is a uh, forgery is a no biggie, you know? <laughs> that's right. So, you, you are in Moscow now, right? Yeah, yeah like, you know, that's like standard operational procedures. So, that's right. What do you so, think, you know, man, that we just have to find the right person who's going to sign <laughs> Well, we're obviously talking about uh, a year Shemayim from Yidin, obviously. You know, this is our assumption. But but if there's a situation where, yes, unfortunately... I think this was a societal assumption 
that there's a one thing yeah. to tell everybody, I was there when that home run, I remember the crack of the bat, actually signing a document, actually putting your name to something that's not true, a person wouldn't do that. Right, no, normally you wouldn't, but the question is if you're, if you have such a lawless society, God forbid. Okay, then Benson might decide we're canceling all stars. You never know. You know, Benson made other tacos if they wanted. It didn't reach yeah. that. It didn't reach that amount. Oh, but they already oh, made enough to make. They already made enough of that kind of key staros. But that's the reason right. why was because there are people out there that know you're an easy pigeon, and they say, "Hey, that guy's got right. money. You know what? I'm just going to forge a star that 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 I lent money to him. This way, I can be able to get him. Right? He's got more money than he deserves anyway. Yeah, and I don't like him anyway. And I haven't liked that person since high school." Right. So, so I hear, I hear that there's a very strong statement and it seems to be developed in, in the reality when people were not being Messiah. Okay. So now that we've shown that, and Roman Rahman is not going to disagree with that. So what did Roman Rahman mean? So there, the Gemara now suggests that maybe we got things wrong. That maybe we got this situation about what Roman Rahama was really talking about. That, in other words, it's almost like Rava attacks Roman Rahama, and then Roman Rahama now changes his story. Or maybe Roman Rahama was unclear. When you have these demars, it's very hard to think. If Rava was talking to him, did Roman Rahama not know what he what he meant? If it was discussed, that's why I want to say if or when it was discussed, it was discussed on the ratio. That's where Robert Barakama sort of said what we heard before, but the opposite. And we'll talk about this more next time, how uh, you know, Robert Barakama recalibrates things. But I think today what, what, what was, was crucial for us to deal with was Power of Staros, what the Talmud did, even means. So, Ritz will pick up on this next week uh, as Fundamentals of the Talmud continues in one of the really most uh, tricky but satisfying Sufism shots. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you.